Over the last three years on this podcast, guests on so many episodes have reminded me that when the trials of life weigh us down, meditating on our great salvation helps restore our joy. This is always a great reminder, and it's also the theme of a conference coming up June 16 to 18 in Indianapolis. Remember Your Joy is the theme of the Gospel Coalition's 2022 Women's Conference, and speakers like Jackie Hill Perry, Jen Wilkin, and John Piper will help you consider how seven Old Testament stories point to our greater salvation in Christ and lead us to greater joy. Learn more about the conference and register soon at tgc.org slash tgcw22. And be sure to use the code in the word 20, that's in the word and then the numbers two zero, to get a discount on your tickets. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm so glad to welcome to the podcast, Sam Luce. Sam has been a pastor at Redeemer Church in Utica, New York for the past 24 years, 18 of which he served as children's pastor, and currently he is the global pastor to families. Sam is passionate about the power of the gospel, becoming a better leader, ministering to kids, technology, anything humorous and being the best dad and husband he can be. He's been married to Sandra for 23 years, and they have four children. You can read more about Sam and his writings at samloose.com. Sam, it's great to have you on the podcast. I've known you for years, and it's just fantastic to sit down with you and talk about God's Word. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Well, I am looking forward to hearing what passage you have for us today. Yeah, so today um, the is 2 Corinthians. One of my favorite passages is 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Uh, it says this, it says, uh, so we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, we look to that which is unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. So Sam, you're a pastor, you preach, yeah. you take God's word and you compress it into a sermon. If you were to compress these verses into a sentence or two, what's Paul driving at here? I think what he's driving at is uh, the basis for our joy in life is not our circumstances, but it's our hope. That's so good. And how has God used these verses in your life? What's, what's your story with these verses? Yeah, so uh, six, six, about six and a half years ago, my wife was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hmm. And, uh, and I was actually, I was listening to different worship songs. And one of the um, songs I came across was a song by Shane and Shane. It was uh, though he slay me. And in the middle of it is a, um, they played like some clips from a John Piper message that I found to be incredibly encouraging uh, in the midst of uh, the difficulties I was facing in that season of helping my wife walk through that and explaining to my kids that there's a possibility that their mom um, might die. And um, it was a challenging season. And um, I clicked on the link. They had a link to the message and I listened to that message uh, several times. And I, I generally listen to it at least once a year hmm. where uh, John Piper's talking about this whole, this, he walks through this passage in such a, a brilliant way. And he talks about the importance of 
looking to that which we cannot see and rather than the things that we can see. Well, I'll link to that sermon in the notes. But as you think about that sermon by John Piper, you've listened to it numbers of times. Are there any particular sentences or thoughts from that sermon that stand out in your mind? I think it, it does a really good job of addressing the whole idea of that our culture gets and even even seeps into the church that um, why did bad things happen to good people? I'm a good person. Why would and and, and honestly, I'll be honest with you. Champ, like when um, I would be pushing my cart and buying groceries when my wife was sick with cancer, I would see people, you know, and in the in the grocery store, you know, making poor food choices. And my wife's a very she's a very good cook and she cooks a very good thing. I'm like, why didn't they get cancer? Why did my wife get cancer and not them? And again, it's just my own sinful heart hmm. thinking that I know what's best for me. Hmm. And um, it was through that, through that, this, this passage of scripture, I came to realize that what gives me the power to not lose heart is understanding what suffering is doing, uh, what suffering is doing in us and through us. And I think kids don't get this because we try so hard to shield them from sorrow uh, as parents do, but we don't, we don't equip them to deal with suffering that they will face guaranteed in this life because of the fallen nature of man, they will experience suffering and we don't equip them for that. We shield them from it. So let's kind of wade into those waters Yeah. as you were thinking about what things you were talking to your kids about and thinking about talking to the kids who are listening to this podcast and you wanted to share with them, here's some things you need to know and think through related to suffering. What kinds of truths would you want your kids to know? Well, I would tell them, I think uh, we have this tendency to think that sorrow is unique to us. We think that our sorrow is, is that, that we're the only ones suffering mm -hmm. and that it has no purpose, but our sorrow proves that there's a God and he, he does care for us in the middle of it. And we, we, we realize the goodness of God. If you've ever been through a difficult season, uh, most people would tell you that I, I wouldn't wish it for that to happen again, but I'm so thankful that I did because of the, of, of how, what I came to understand and know about God in that season. And this passage of scripture tells us a few things. It tells us that, that we will all experience sorrow, that none of us are exempt from it because of the fallen nature of man. And, uh, but it also tells us this, and this is where the comfort comes, is that our sorrows are light compared to eternity, right? And that our sorrows are limited compared to eternity. It means that they'll end. And that gives us hope. That gives us joy, knowing that this is not going to go on forever. And, and the, the last thing is this, is that, that sorrows are preparing for us something and they're producing something in us they're preparing something for us and they're producing something in us mm -hmm. and therefore the result if you go back to the beginning and this is what john piper says is therefore is that's there for a reason he says therefore do not lose heart because of those realities wow so if someone were in the middle of suffering right now mm -hmm. and they're really going through a hard time and it's, honestly in those kind of situations it's hard to process it's hard to pray mm -hmm. yeah what would is. you advise that person how would you counsel that person in that moment from this passage yeah no it's, it's so important because the i think one of the things that i found helpful champ was this is is in the is in those moments is is that we want a god that's that's safe you know and uh when, when you when you think back into narnia right and um i love the chronicles of narnia and when the the pevensey children's are talking to the beavers and they said they're talking about aslan they said well is he's a lion is he is he safe and they say, of course, he's not safe, but he's good. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the over the most comforting thing that you can understand in the middle of your suffering, that God is totally unsafe, but he's completely good. Mm 
that we can look to him, even the most difficult sorrows, and know that they have meaning because they're working for us an eternal weight of glory. We can have courage because compared to the weight of eternity, our sorrows light, right? We can endure because compared to the length of eternity, our sorrows are short. Hmm. And because those things are true of God and because those things are true of our sorrows and of eternity, we do not lose heart. We don't give ourselves this false positivism that we deny the reality of the brokenness of our world. It's we look to Christ, right? We look to Christ and what he has done for us. And we deal, we see the real difficulty of the sorrows in the brokenness of our world. You see, if you turn on the news, you see the brokenness of our world every in every single news story, but we don't lose heart. It's so easy to get discouraged. There's so many kids dealing with anxiety like never before, mm-hmm. right? It's so easy to be overcome by the things in this world that are so unexplainable and inexplicable. But what we remind ourselves is that our God is completely unsafe, but totally good. Sam, it has been so good to have you on the podcast. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for reminding us of these truths about our God that we can embrace when all else crumbles beneath us. I'm so grateful you've done that. Would you just close our time by praying these verses for all of us? Yeah, absolutely. God, I pray that you would help us in the middle of our lives to look at the things we cannot see. This is something we we can't do on our own. This is something that we need the power of your Holy Spirit to do. We need the eyes of your spirit to open the eyes of our hearts to see our own sinfulness and our need for a savior. God, I pray that you would help us to look to you, to see our sorrows, not as heavy, and eternal, but as light and momentary, knowing that they are at work in us to produce something in us, knowing that you have a plan and that your plans never fail. God, may this revelation of who you are drive us deeper into your heart and move us to worship. God, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.